Hello and welcome to Second Breakfast. I'm Ez. And I'm Matt. And uh, today is a good day. It is. It's a day full of breakfast items. It is. Ez has eaten the oddest breakfast ever. Yeah, I've had three bowls of chili. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking about getting me a big bowl of Captain Crunch. Yeah. I guess the peanut butter crunch hidden. God, have you ever had chili with... Uh, Cotton Crunch? Because that's gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> have you ever had... Have you ever had... Um, have you ever had uh, chili with cottage cheese? No. Oh my gosh! So like you, you two things I don't like. I don't oh think I'm gonna like them together. Oh, you don't like cottage <laughs> cheese? No, and I really don't like chili. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. So, um, cool. Today we're gonna be talking about Matt has something. Uh, some surprise. Yeah, I got. I got. I got a little gamer. But we, we had, you know, we had a lot of fun with the uh, Game of Thrones draft, and uh, seems like you guys kind of liked it. So I got another game here. We're gonna play. Yeah. As I have roughly ten ish it's 10 but some of them are going to kind of get lumped together characters okay. that we've seen mostly in the show some that we haven't seen but should see in the next season um and some maybe from the books we'll kind of see and i want you to give me the likelihood that okay. they're that we will see them next season okay okay That's, I, uh, these are these are lesser characters mm, yeah Ish, and it's just like any time in the season. But yeah, we've we uh, most of these characters we have actually seen so far. They've shown up. There's two that, um, two that we should see this okay. coming season. So, but I'm gonna give a percentage between you know yeah. one one to a hundred. One to a hundred. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Down. Okay. Do it. Big character. We've seen her. We see. Uh, we saw her early in the season. She's kind of a big deal in the book, but Quaith. Oh, um, and you can also say, well, if we'll see them in the next book or not in the book. Okay. Books are old books or movie. Uh, or likelihood show. that we see her right yep. in the, in the movie and the show in the show. In yeah. The show. Yeah. Sorry. Um, zero. 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 See, everyone chance. Everyone online's like, they man, she's- because they think she could be somebody, because it, it's such a mystery as to who okay. she is and yeah. how, how she, how, everyone, that's all online, everyone's like, who's Quaith? Because she has the mask, and right. it's like, she sh- she predicts all this stuff. And- right. Yeah. Yeah, that it could be, um, maybe more, maybe a more likelihood in the book that we'll get something with it, but boy, I don't know if the show can. She could reveal herself time. to be a character we've already seen or something. Yeah, yeah, a character that we know. She's someone else. Yeah, dual identity sort of thing. What do you think about Quaith? Um, I don't really know um, too much because that was like so long ago. So long ago, but it was it's. Um, gosh, she gave the the visions, Prophecy, right? Yeah, um, some of the prophecies. But a lot of these visions of that you know could be coming true. Like, remember, Danny sees in the House of the Undying. She sees the Iron Throne like all destroyed. Right. And that's all around the same time, you know. My question is about her. So she's a shadow binder. Yeah. Um from Ashahai. So I don't know, man. I don't even really remember in the book what she did or Yeah, I'm trying to think real quick. Cuz you I was out the gate stumped. Yeah. Honestly. I was like, <laughs> I was like what? wait, what? The heck? <laughs> um Yeah, let's see. So uh was talking to Jorah Mormont at one point and says uh, I am no one, uh, but she is the mother of dragons. She needs true protectors now more than ever. All right, is this in the book or this the movie or the show? Huh? I don't know. I'm saying zero percent chance. 
in the um, show. She shows up. I would, yeah. I would agree with you on that in the show. Yeah. Maybe um, we get a flashback. Like maybe maybe one of the visions comes true next season or something, and we and she's referenced or something. So I'm going. I'm going a one percent chance in the show, and I'm going a twenty five percent chance in the books. Okay. Okay. Well, just real quick. So this is when they go into Karth, right? And yep. this is all the. Okay. Um, wow. She urges Danny to leave. So it's almost mm-hmm. like she is sort of like protecting her. Um, yeah, there's something going on there. Yeah. Tells her to go north. She, so to go north, you must journey south. To reach the west, you must go east. To go forward, you must go back. And to touch the light, you must pass beneath the shadow. Yeah. Okay. For yeah. Me, yeah. Know. See, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people have broke down those, Directions. what she says. And, yeah. and, and it looks like it, it looks like it's all true. Okay. Wow. Okay, that's a, that was a good one. That was a really good one. Okay, I'm interested to see who's next. Because wow. she has to go south to meet Cersei before she can go north to take on the Night King and all this stuff. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Next, Dario Naharis. Okay. Odds that we're going to see him in, in the show the- and odds we're going to see him again in one of the in one of the books. Uh, Dario Naharis. I don't think we will see him in the show. Really, you don't. No, you don't. No, no, no. I take that back. I take that back. You don't think he yes, he could show up with the chance. Golden Company? Yes, with Cersei. Yep. Yes, there is a chance. Um, boy, I wish almost like I know this is just show up in the like. Will they show up in the show? But my question is, does he turn his back on his queen? Right. You know. But okay, actually. So let's think. Uh, there's like a. I'm gonna give that like a. There's a 25 percent chance. Okay. Yeah, and in the book. Well, in the, think, in the book, technically, it's a hundred percent chance because. We know that what happened because we're ahead in the show. Yeah, but I'm just wondering if it, if it goes the same way. I mean, I think so. After so after like, after Danny with, leaves, would he would he go back with? Yeah, would we see him again? Because I don't think they would ever do a point of view. There's there's no point of view characters left to go back right. um, where they left the Golden Company. So yeah, yeah. So it's probably 25 and both. Yeah. Go okay. Melisandre. Melisandre. Remember, she um, sailed back. Yes. Yeah. I think 100 percent sure we're gonna see her in both. Yes. Okay. Yep. She's a big deal. Yeah. She's a big character, and there may be a showdown. She may die. Whatever. She may have to, you know, give herself to the flames. Yeah. But I think for sure, hundred percent sure that we're gonna. Yeah, see I'm hundred percent sure we're gonna see yeah. her. Although it's kind of weird because she's over there now. You know. Yeah, it is weird. She went down to Dragonstone, and then did she leave Dragonstone? Yep. She's sailing back to Essos. She's sailing back to the, like the temple of the. Really. Yeah. Okay. I missed that part then. Okay. Cool. Okay. So this one's kind of a twofer. Okay. Mira Reed. Hmm. Will we see her? Which again? also kind of ties into Howland Reed. Oh, this is tricky. I want to say, like, my heart wants to say, hundred percent, because I want her to be there. Yeah. But I, I think it's 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 more of a. There's there, to me, there's a sixty percent chance that we'll see Mira. Yeah. Because now seeing her father in the show, yeah, in the show, I got to go less, but in the books, one hundred percent. Because he is like in the books, he's he's. It could not be Bran in the books that tells John, or you know, that reveals it. It could be Howland Reed because he was the only other one there at the Tower That's of right. Joy, and it would actually make. I think that would be cooler. I It'd think be, that would yeah. be better, a better way to do it. But yeah, uh, Mira coming back in the show, sixty percent, maybe even higher. I think she. She's a big deal, yeah. and I think I, I don't really know what role she'll play, though. That's really interesting. Gosh, we have so much to think about. Because, like, what would she do if she came? back? I feel like she ha- she has to come back. The other thing is, we got to remember that the ne- the ne- this next season isn't going to take place like 
just in Winterfell. It's going to take place all over the place. Right. Because I believe that the night that the Night King's. I don't think that it's just going to be they go to Winterfell. He he shows up Winterfell and they beat him there. I think he's coming all the way south. Yeah. And they all get pushed all the way back. Wow. Yeah. That would be interesting. There's some. There's something sort of uh, where that uh, where they're from. Um, the the reeds. Mm-hmm. Like there's actually some sort of uh, it's 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 hard to find. It's um, gosh, there's there's more to where uh, they are at. Actually, there's yeah. there's almost like some magical properties about where they're from. So it would be really neat to see how she kind of comes back in um, in the show. I just don't, I don't know. I, I she's one of my favorite characters, and the reeds are one of my and they're a big deal. They, they are big. They are a big deal. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Nymeria slash ghost. Wow. Um, we didn't yeah. see ghost this whole season, but we know he's like hanging out up in Winterfell. Like, <laughs> right. So there'll be a reunion. I think there's there. I, I'm pretty sure. Cause be, we saw, did we didn't see Nymeria or that was Nymeria. They kind of left it like open to it maybe, open. maybe it wasn't. And she, yeah. she's like, well, it wasn't you or something like that. Right. That's kind of what she's. Yeah. But that was, that it? had, to, I mean, yeah, it had I mean, to be. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. Um, I'm gonna say ninety percent chance we're gonna see Ghost. Uh, yeah. Nymeria, I don't know. I feel like we. Sh- I feel like we'd have to. I feel like that's one loose end. And even if Nymeria just comes in and saves Arya at the end or something, yeah, like Arya's down and Nymeria just comes in, sacrifice, and then that's it. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I so, think it's gonna be totally different in the books. Oh sure. Yeah, for sure. Because to- yeah. they're way bigger deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I'm gonna say ninety percent on on Ghost showing up. Okay, sure. I've got a couple of fun ones. I'm gonna spread them out through here. Oh god. Um, hot pie. Hot pie again. <laughs> Bring him back. Uh, you know, because I think there's more to hot pie than meets the eye. I'm pretty sure he's working for Cersei Lannister. So uh, I'm gonna say, honestly, that's a coin. Did you give cost. a percentage on Nymeria and Ghost? Oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninety, but Nymeria, I'm not really sure. I'd say more like, like forty. 70, yeah. Seventy. 60. Okay. I'm above fifty percent. I think we will see her. Yeah. yeah. I am. I'm. I'm above fifty on both. Yeah. But uh, hot pie. That's fifty-fifty. Straight yeah. up, it's coin in cost. the books. In the books. Actually, to be honest with you, I think it's more likely that we'll see him in the show than we'll see him in the books. Yeah. Because I think he just, right? I, I don't know, he was somebody that the fans, are like, bring those characters back. Yep. You're going to bring back, um, oh gosh, what is it, uh, Robert's Bastard, oh gosh. Gendry. Yeah, Gendry, you're going to bring yeah. him back. I mean, then Hot Pie, you know, the, the whole Arya story piece, when she comes back, it's like she needs someone that she, you know, has uh, a past with. And runs into so yeah, that's yeah. the only reason I think Hot Pie was in it this past yeah. season. Um, and he could be the key to it all. He could be the key to everything. He's the he Jar Jar. He could be working for Cersei and the Night King for all we know. You yeah, know? it's like <laughs> oh okay, Robin Aaron. Um, that's a good one. So I actually think we will. I actually think we will see him. Um, because we haven't really seen the veil. And the, you know the Vale's really the only army that hasn't really taken any damage pretty much the entire series, right? Because they didn't go fight and with Rob Stark, they right. kind of just chilled out. Right? They didn't. I mean, the only time they showed up was like at the very end of the Battle of the Bastards, and they were right. just like, "Hey, Clean we're house. here!" And then they're like, "Hey, we're here!" And everyone's like, "Oh God!" And then that was it. Like they didn't right. take losses or anything. No, they they were so able that's to. It. Yeah, they outflanked them, and they were yeah the Battle of the Bastards. They were there, so I think you're gonna need him. Um, I think he's one of the lords. 
I just don't know since the actor that they have playing him, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And, and it's it's the show versus the book. The book, absolutely. Yeah. He's going to be around and he might even turn into, you know, when Sansa leaves there, because she's actually in the book. Because it's she's totally there, different. The totally different. He could actually turn into a point of view character. I'm, yeah. Nah, not really. But Baelish may be staying with him for a yeah. while. Get more of him. But now that Peter Baelish is dead. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, so, so he has a higher chance i think in the of show showing up yeah in the show baelish is gone so i mean he, he could be an ally that cersei tries to get but but i think he's only in there for like one episode he shows up yeah at, at some battle you know yeah um and hopefully dies. Or, it's, or it's the night king yeah. coming down on because yeah, maybe, maybe he could maybe yeah because maybe they're like you can't take it because that's the whole thing about the right the yeah, just, you can't you can't take it right and they, they just sort of like hole up and think that you, yeah where it's impenetrable that actually is a really good call i think yeah. that could what happens okay so, uh some other fun ones uh, percentage generally give a percentage on that i'm saying that's like a saying like 55 just above 50 yeah just above 50 just above 50 jack gahar oh my gosh <laughs> you know what's interesting about jack is that i think we've seen him all along i think we have too i think he's always been there and that. um we just don't really realize it so the odds of him revealing himself and us knowing who he is, I actually think it could be it could be a, it could be a total sleight of hand thing where it's somebody and he's like, "Hey, who are you?" and he says, "No one." Yes, but it's not. We don't see the actor that has been playing no, pro- his, the what we you know right. But it, I think it might and Arya will be nearby to make the connection for us. It'll yep. be sort of like a tossing of the coin because you know there's a lot of people that think that the house you know that they work together with the night King. They could worship the night King. There's others. Dude, oh, there's really? so, oh, there's so many theories, theories about the faceless yeah. men. Yeah. 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 I, I'm going to say that's actually, I want to say that's a really high likelihood. We're going to see him that, and it's going to surprise you. What's about. their motto? The night, who the, the, what, Oh God, what is there? What the is house there? of black and white. Yeah. The faceless men. Yeah. Um, what is see. the house of black and white? Is it the night is dark and full? No, that's no, that's, uh, that, no, um, let's see what they got. I just know that they worship the many face God, right? So you've got um, which one are you trying to say? I don't know, buddy. Oh, uh, maybe they don't have one. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of somebody else. Who else? Who else? Okay. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say I don't know. It's my. It's my. It's my last one. I'll save it for the end. Okay. I was going too far ahead. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. But anyways, so Jack and my he might have been there the whole time. You know. Yeah. So, we don't know. Yeah. He's a much bigger deal in the books, we believe, because there's yes. yeah, Pate and all these, yeah, there's all these different things. Right. Okay. Um, wow. So really, oh, it's the, the saying. Well, that's what she says to. Well, that was actually. Oh, I know who you're thinking of. Yeah, we'll right. get we'll get to. Him. Okay, we'll get we'll to get him. to. Him. Sorry, I just thought of it. <laughs> we'll yeah. get to him, but he he spoiler he may have something to do with Jack and <laughs> Jehovah. That's right. He may. <laughs> he may. Okay. Um, the Black Fires. Huh. Okay. Because um, the Blackfires pretty much are the Golden Company. Okay. Yeah. Like in the book. Well, we well in the books we're definitely going to see him. That's like hundred. Yeah. That's guaranteed. But in the show, do you think that we're going to see that the that the Golden Company is actually like Blackfires, and they'll maybe reference the Targaryen split? Um, I don't know. Actually, I don't think that we're going to get that um, nitty gritty. Um, I, I just I, I kind of think that House Targaryen 
especially in the show, they're keeping it um, simple. Yeah. Right. So I think the likelihood of that is more like a ten percent chance. I don't know, man. I'm kind of. I think it's. I think it's like I'm giving it. I'm gonna give it like a seventy. Really? Because I think the fact that Cersei already said that the that the that the Golden Company never breaks a promise, right? Mm-hmm. But in the book. In the books, remember they—they're like, no, the only time they've ever broken a promise is because they're black, and they're like, we're going with young Griff, Aegon, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. now that in the show, a lot, and John hasn't been named in the in the book, but most people believe he's going to be named like Jaharis, which is just another um, Targaryen name, right. not Aegon, because you know he uh, he already has a son named Aegon, mm-hmm. um, and so anyway. So a lot of people are saying maybe the Golden Company will actually turn on Cersei in favor of John when his parentage comes out. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, I'm just kind of looking through Damon uh, Blackfire's descendants here real quick. Yeah. And you've got like an Aegon and Aemon. Yeah. Uh, Damon, all deceased. Um, yeah, I don't really know, actually. that like, I'm not really sure who could continue um, on the uh, and actually be like an actual Blackfire. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Do you think that the the Golden Company that they'll reference that at all? You think they you think it's too much, it, yeah. too much for the show? Yeah, they, they they could reference it, but um, I think it's yeah, I think it's probably too much. It should be too too nitty gritty of, of of a detail because like in the book, I mean, it's already a little far fetched when we have um, they're calling him Young Griff, right? Um, but he is actually uh, you know, you've got Robin's Roost and and he's uh, I call him Senior Griff is taking Aegon. Um, across the narrow sea and they're basically they land first and they're trying to pave the way for his aunt yeah um so yeah i I think that's the only targaryen reference other Mm -hmm. targaryen right reference we're gonna get okay last one yeah sirio pharrell yeah (laughs) did he did he die you know is he still alive i think i'm gonna end the books yeah i'm giving it a big chance I'm giving it. A, I'm giving it a really big chance. In the um, show, I'm gonna. I'm just because I believe. I'm a believer. I'm gonna give it a ten percent chance. Yeah. Um, what do we say to the god of death? Not today. Yeah. Not today. Yeah. So I. He's awesome. Is he Jack and Jahar? Is Jack and Jahar? Serial for real? I don't know. Are they? Are they one and the same? Could be. You know. Who was the guy who was fighting me? That was so long ago. Uh, Sir Marin. Sir Marin Trout. Yeah. Yeah. And she ends up killing him. Uh, she does. does yeah that was and, a name on the list and he um and he was reckoning with that wooden swords i mean i don't think it's too hard to think that the best swordsman ever you know right yep there's only one god and his name is death there's only one thing we say to death not, not today. today it's so cool it is He's so so cool. so, so but, and cool. you know Gurr's also about this is why i still think there's a there's a chance that stannis is still alive because Gurr is all about showing big character deaths. Yeah. And we didn't see him die. Well, and the cool thing in season four, I forgot this part where the hound tells Arya that, you know, um, yeah. any boy, any boy whore with a sword could beat three Marin Trance. Yeah. So um, there's definitely room for him to. Uh, Unless he was Jack and Jahar. Right. Which yeah. makes sense because remember we got the, there was like the guy who was down in the cells with Ned right. and all this stuff. Yep. Right. Right. Yeah, he's one of my my favorites. I loved him, and I think there's there are these little Arya connections. A lot of the people that you've talked about are uh, mentioned could be you know connected to Arya and her little story and, and path. So I just don't know. It would be the coolest thing ever if he showed up. Yeah, it would be so cool. But 
Um, I don't know. In the show, I'm going to say, did, did I give a percentage yet? I don't think no. I did. Let's say. I'm giving it 10. I'm giving and it. And in the books, I'm giving it 80. 80 percent I'm going bold. <laughs> yeah. In the books, much higher. Probably 25. But in the show, it's like a 5% chance. God, it'd be so cool if they would bring it back. <gasps> oh, man, that'd be sick. So, yeah. So that was the last one. That's the last one. I do have. Yeah, that's it. I, I, was, I was thinking oh, one more, maybe. Stannis Baratheon. Yeah, well, I was going to say, like, I mean, this whole idea that they, they so, um, air quotes here, killed uh, Pharrell off camera, yeah. right? And same thing happened to uh, Brad. What if we saw Stannis as, like, because uh, if, if they just killed him, if Bran did actually kill him and just left him there, what if he comes back and he's, like, a commander for the night? You know what I mean? And then he and Davos had to fight or something. Mm-hmm. Or, and then it wouldn't make more sense if Jon Snow is actually the warrior of light and he has to take him down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who they, yep. who they believe to be, you know? Yeah, definitely. It, uh, wow, you didn't mention one I thought you would. Um, Lady Stoneheart? In the show, zero. zero. God. So but it's tick. such a big deal. Yeah. Like, it's such... It's like... It's like a, it's like a, an, I'm really starting to think. Like, what that role will she play in the books? Anything. Yeah. So so big in the books. Yeah, I just don't know. I, I really do not know. Yeah, like I'm really starting to think that they're totally different. I'm yeah. I'm really starting to think but, that once we finally get the next book, which again, Gurr has promised is coming out. You know, well, he said it was theoretically. He, he said he's probably going to finish it this year. Jeezy, <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> Like, I just don't get it. He'll hey, finish it this year. Hey, while you look that up, I'm just going to go here on. We're going we're gonna to now yeah, go to the segment up. we like to call Girl Watch. Yeah, go ahead and pull up his blog. Let's we'll see what's been happening. But um, just speaking, I was kind of trying to look up here real quickly on the side. Um, Lady Stoneheart and how she was raised from, like, was it, um, trying to see if it was the Red Priest, actually. Because she's with the, bre- with the, the, um, Brotherhood without banners. And oh God! So, you know, so his current mood—it it was his birthday. It was his 69th birthday. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, girl! Happy birthday! When? When was his birthday? Uh, well, he posted on the 21st, but he said another birthday came and went. But I don't know if that was his actual birthday. Uh, he's in Santa Fe, and he's contemplative. This his move. He's, mood. he's contemplative. Any, any updates on the book? Or no, he was bouncy. He's bouncy. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. I don't know. I hopefully, hopefully we'll uh, he's just, soon. he's talking about, he's talking about, um, the, the successor shows, which he's saying it believes they believe it to be five game of Thrones, like spinoffs. So wait a second. So next season we're going to have season eight done. If they have it finished. Okay. Right. If it doesn't take a year off, which is, the idea has been tossed around, but I don't think so. It's too big. It's too big not to. Okay. So after that, after that, they have they're working on five spinoff shows, and none of them are Robert's Rebellion or Duncan Egg. Okay. So they're all going to be new. I don't even know how or what how you do that. I mean, right, right. So I don't know. Um, here's something cool that I kind of forgot about. Uh, um, Lady Stoneheart that she was found by uh, Nymeria three days later she's pulled out of the cold water and it was the Brotherhood Without Banners that found her and the Thoris um, let's see 
Sizzle oh, God. Keep, uh, Catelyn's resurrected by Beric Dondarrion, who gives his life for hers through the last kiss of R'hllor. Thus, Beric's um, unnatural life finally... What? That's not true. What is this crap right here? You reading this? No, I'm reading Gurr's blog, and I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm starting to get depressed. Wow. I forgot Gurr. Uh, so when football season starts, Gurr's a big. He's kind of like a Jets and a Giants fan, and they're both going to be god awful this season. Yeah, and so that's really going to hold him back from finishing this book. You oh, know? I can't. I just too depressed. <laughs> season, you oh, know. Man. So that's I right. don't know. Um, I do want to see this just really quick. I don't. How was it that she was resurrected? Yeah, gives her the last kiss. Um, so he does do that. Yeah, he gives his life for hers through the last kiss. So Beric Dondarrion does do that. Yeah, he loses one. He takes one of his his lives, potential lives. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay, because she assumes to she she's the leader of the band uh, with or the Brotherhood Without Banners. Yeah. Kind yeah. of a you know big deal that we haven't got anything of in the show, right? Right, and she's pursuing you know the Lannisters, collaborators, people behind, you know, um, yeah. Because remember she like son. holds Bran at trial, and yeah, she does when when she shows up. Yeah, for sure, she does. Interesting though. So like, I mean, my, my whole thing is that she was. I mean, Caitlin Stark was sort of she um, was beholden unto the Seven Gods. Yep. Really, I mean she. You know, her kids, it's kind of back, like, you know, Ned Stark's, you got the old gods, and then you've got the seven, and now she's got, you know, R'hllor. Yeah. Right? Because that's, that's sort of who the Brotherhood Without Banners is behind. I just think it's interesting. It's, it's, it's always kind of baffled me. We, we don't get much of it. I'm just like, that's what I've always said, though. It's like, these threads that Gurr has written, that I'm like, how in the world yeah. do you tie this up? I just well, if he does go some of the same ways as the books, I mean, when you got Tommen dies, and then you've got Cersei who blows up the Sept, which kills off like most of the Tyrells, and you know mm-hmm. the other Lannisters, and most of the King's Landing. To be completely honest, and so that kind of gets rid of that. So it just depends on how big if he has any these cataclysmic events that kind of, and then once Danny leaves Essos, it are we really going to have anything going on at Essos and mm. you know? Right. Okay. All right, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Game of Thrones just never, I, there's so much and like, like we'll, we'll be talking about, uh, like, like who'd you bring up to start? Uh, Quaith? Quaith. Yeah. It's like, that's a name I've not heard. I know. In a long, long time. You I know? know. And it's like, there's so many things. I know. That I just, I get why, it's taken him so long to write. I, I do. I really get it. And that's why I'm like, just leave him alone. Let him finish it. Let him do it on his own time. Don't confine him to two books. Cause he just he turned 69. Five. So we need these things now. I know dude, but he may need five books to finish this thing. I'm still a believer in the idea that what the reason Gers taking so long is that he wants to knock the, he is. I think, I don't think he's just writing winds of winter. I think he's writing a wish for spring, which is supposed to be the seventh book. I think he's writing them at the same time because I think he doesn't want to just leave it. Yes. Because he is getting older, I think I think his plan is literally I'm going to knock out both these. Because remember, a Dance with Dragons and a Feast for Crows are kind of the same book. Yeah, and I think that's what's happening with this next one. Right is so, and I think I literally believe I honestly believe Gurr is writing both of the books at the same time, so that way he can because this this next book's the hardest. 
Yeah. Because once once you get this book set up, it's you have all the strings mostly set to go because he's had he's he's probably had the vision of how it's going to end in his mind since he started or Uh you know it's slightly changed but so he had he it's like now it's like you have you have the end in mind and we just i want to make sure everything is set so all i got to do when the final book comes out is just pull the string and you know everything goes where it's supposed to go right it's kind of like you're set when you're setting up dominoes and you you, like you're getting close to the end like i don't want to knock anything over i just i want to make sure everything's just right. right like yeah, you're, yeah, you're exactly right. This is the hardest, I think, book, book for to, him to write, write because yeah. because we kept seeing at the end of Dance of Dragons that the strings were going everywhere, threads were yep. still out there. You know, you had um, you had the Prince of of uh, of Dorn, um, his son, right, mm-hmm. is over there work. You know, is going to court. You know, Danny Daenerys, and it's like he ends up de- he ends up dead. Yep. Uh, but so it's just like one of those little things. It's just like, yeah. well, I mean, you got to think about it, especially in a book series this big. I mean, it, I don't, it's no wonder it took, uh, God, Robert Jordan, 15 books to finish because as you go along, you start coming up with these new ideas and you become, you progress as a writer. So you get better mm-hmm. as you go yeah. along. And so it's more of like, I don't know. It's, I think some people have the, have, have, are writing to get to the end. And I think some people are, just writing and then they'll get there when they get there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and like right now we're having a great time with the hedge night, yep. um, which is awesome. So you guys should check that out. It's our Sunday lit review um, where we kind of, we did part one of the hedge night. We're gonna do part two this Sunday. Which is crazy. Which is so crazy and so awesome. And it's really neat to kind of see a smaller side story, mm-hmm. but it's referenced so much. In, oh yeah. You know, um, in the, in the show, originals. Yeah. yeah. And in the show. In the show yeah. Like, yeah it's, it was so cool, but that's not going to be one of the prequels that they're going to do. Which is so disappointing. It's garbage. It's, I think they'll change their mind on that. I think they will. Yeah, they have to. Well, it depends on where they start. Unless they start with like Aegon's Conquest, but you said they're not going to do that. Is it, didn't you read somewhere where they weren't going to start with? They may not do it. Yeah. Because what, what what else could you do? You get oh no, you said no Roberts Rebellion, no Roberts Rebellion, and and no uh, Duncan Egg. Yeah. So could they could do Aegon's Conquest? Which the only other thing I think the only other thing I think I would do is I would do a story about like a young Rhaegar Targaryen and his life. Mm-hmm. And so you lead up to Robert's rebellion. Yeah. Like, so, so it, this, that show ends with maybe Rhaegar taking Lyanna Stark. That way we get all this backstory to game of Thrones and mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? And it worked. So we, we know what happens in, in Robert's rebellion. So maybe you do something like that. So I don't know. Right. Um, I don't even think they've they've given any any indication as to what they're actually going to be. I think they've just said here's what it's not going to be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That so. But that's going to be after though. I mean, they feel like they'd have to start. It's like two years away. Or are they going to take some time? Who Should knows? Some time. Yeah. Probably. I'm sure they'll be. Uh, the only thing I'll say is, even when you have shows, I mean, keep in mind, Game of Thrones is arguably the most one of the most successful successful shows ever spinoff shows really do not do well even no matter how good they are i mean better call saul which is like the spinoff of breaking bad is kind of doing okay but other than that mm-hmm. i mean honestly only two come to mind like xena yeah. warrior princess which was slightly more successful than hercules the legendary adventures and both of those shows were not really that great although i love them both Right. And then Frasier, which just happened to be the most successful show ever until Game of Thrones came along, which was like spun off of Cheers. But other than that, I mean, I cannot think of other spinoffs that have ever done yeah. that well. Right. Yeah. I know. I got you. But I'm, I'm just looking at something because we, we, we were reading uh, The Hedge Knight, right? Yeah. And the Blackfire 
rebellion happened just before yep. that actually which is really interesting you've got so many more targaryens at that time you've mm-hmm. got uh Make king our, darren yeah. yeah king darren had like these four sons and actually Aegon the fifth who ascends to the throne his egg. father yeah egg um was makar targaryen who is like the last in line so like all these targaryens from like the first um son of darren all the way down to the last son makar and then his last son his youngest son Aegon ascends to the throne. So I'm guessing all those other guys either died or... Well, not all of them, but... Because all of them but Ares, who's off, doing whatever. Right, Aemon. Aemon, who's a maester at the wall. And that's what I was going to say, is that they're they're either doing some... They're in a position where they can't... They're not in line for uh, the throne. Because it's just like, it has to get... The path it has to take to get to Aegon. which is why he which is why he's known also known as Aegon the Unlikely. Yes. Yeah. And it's just so un because he has all these older brothers and yeah. There's really no way that it should have got to make ours kids, but yeah. I don't know. Super interesting. So I'm looking forward to to some of you probably are listening and maybe you've read more of the um, the Hedge Knight series or um, the Duncan Knight series. Of a, yeah, yeah. A, a Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. And you probably know what happens in that. Yeah, I just um, I, I I just kind of know what happens at the very end, but I don't know anything else about it other just because of yeah Wikipediaing, trying to find lore of Game of Thrones and Song of Ice and Fire and stuff. So right, okay. Um, is that it for this segment? I guess it, man. That was that was fun. That was, that was a lot, lot of fun. fun. We're gonna do a lot more of these like kind of Game of Thrones odd games because I think they're kind of fun, and uh, yeah. it's kind of fun way to do segments on a sh- especially while we wait because. Just doing theories is cool, but yeah, let's let's have some fun with it. Yeah. And you guys seem to like our Game of Thrones draft. I thought that was kind of fun too. So yeah, absolutely. So okay, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, later in this episode, we have Dragon Ball Super episode one hundred seven review. Um, we continue our Stranger Thing. That's right. It was just a rewatch for Ez and a first time watch for me, um, and maybe some other stuff. We'll see. Hey friends, uh, welcome back to Second Breakfast. We are now ready to talk about Dragon Ball Super episode 107. Let's go. Which is Revenge F, the Cunning Trap. Or if you live in Japan, a bunch of Japanese words that we don't know how to say yet. <laughs> We're learning. Don't We're working worry. on it. Yeah. But considering most of you are listening from South Korea, or we Actually, just like to, we just like to call it Korea because we know the North Koreans aren't listening. Right. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I would like to say Ohio Gonzimos to yeah. everyone out there. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I remember. Where else? We Thailand. People from Thailand been listening. Okay. Cool. Cool. I don't know what they say there. I don't either. I'm so sorry. I did. That's the only. We'll thing. say hello and welcome. Yes. Yes. Speak, friend, and you can enter. You can enter this. But uh, anyway. Let's get to some Dragon Ball Super. So we had a week off. Yeah. And now we're back. So episode 107, we saw it kind of started and um, Zeno kind of requested from the Grand Priest a rundown of who was all where. And we kind of got the tournament count. Thank the, God. The number. Yeah. The number. As needed that kind of stuff. <laughs> they did. And we had something interesting happen. Was it Universe uh, 4 or Universe 2 where they said they have these many fighters and Beerus kind of noticed that we hadn't seen any of them. 
Oh yeah, you haven't seen two of them, and so yes. the the theory going around the internet is that they're either one invisible or that they're two like really small like Ant Man, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, kind of right. a thing. So I'm sure we'll see more of that. But then it quickly um, dissolves into we see Dispo fighting, and I can't remember his name, and I'm trying to look it up, but I can't find it. The blue guy that we saw Goku fighting, um, he's kind of like a liquidy, rubbery kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw Goku fighting him when Roshi was getting almost died against. Oh uh, God, who was who was fighting a couple episodes ago? And remember, Goku went to save him because he had the Mafuba oh. sealed the sealed those people. Right. Yeah. And Goku had to go like resurrect, you know, resurrect him. Give, yeah, him I, back. yeah. Exactly. I remember that. Anyway, yeah. so we saw Goku fighting that guy. So basically, what happens is, is he's fighting Dispo, and then we see Jiren step up. Yeah. For the first time. Big deal. And Jiren basically throws a punch, not even close to that guy, and the force knocked him off the stage. Yeah. So they're pretty much they're pretty much giving us this this Jiren is like maybe he's a good guy, maybe he's kind of mysterious. It seems like his team is both nervous of him and like thankful and like they like have kind of an honor to him. Cuz right. Dispo's like, "Sorry. Jiren. Sorry, yeah, I didn't mean to mess that up. Thanks, man." Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, it's just sort of like what's well, because they know they're fighting for their yeah. universe, right? Jiren is a boss, though. and he's a really cool villain. He's really unique, is especially he a for Dragon Ball. Yeah, well, he's know, he's certainly going to be Goku's yeah, rival because we've seen him fighting Goku in the. Seems like a good guy to me. Could be, which would actually be a really interesting way to go. Yeah, that's actually one thing I'll say. Dragon Ball Super has had really unique and interesting villains because Dragon Ball Z has like four villains. Like yeah, and right. they, this is the the pacing's a lot quicker. So then, it, so we see that, and that's kind of it. Um, Goku's kind of nervous. We see Goku being kind of nervous. So then it turns into Roshi versus Frost. Yeah, kind of an interesting fight. Yeah, that was that was really interesting, and I love anything with Master Roshi in it. That's yeah. for sure. But he had nothing left. He had nothing left. He was so tired from the Mafubas or the evil containment ways he did earlier. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so he tries another one on Frost, sets down a couple of the uh, containers. He, he almost gets Frost, though. Yeah. Right? He almost, get, he almost gets Frost. Can't right. quite pull it off. Um, and then we see Frost kind of attack him. And, and Tien and Krillin are kind of like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Like, you'll definitely die. Right. Um, and so then Frost kind of looks over and sees Vegeta. And so then what we see happen is we see... Um, Frost kind of really start laying into Roshi. That's right, like picking mm-hmm. him apart, and then he's almost going to kill him. He says, "Like he's he's got the laser, he's got like the the laser, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess mm-hmm. it's all, it's like a laser beam, just the energy wave that's like a pinpoint on Roshi's head." And right, he's saying, "Don't die on me." Um, so then we see Vegeta come in, and so then they're fighting, and he kind of says like something about like, "Oh, I'm going to wreck your universe." And you're going to have to do, you would need some kind of an attack to beat me. And so it kind of leads Roshi to try and do the evil containment wave ends up jacking it up. Frost reflects it. Mm-hmm. And then we see uh, Vegeta, Vegeta get, gets caught Vegeta up in gets it, caught up in it, yeah. which would be a big deal. Well, actually he does get all the yeah, way. He does get caught. Yeah. Up. Because it's already full blown. Uh, Roshi can't stop it. And Vegeta is, you know, he's, 
He's contained. He's contained, which yeah. would be like a real bad deal. Because at this point, Vegeta's had the most eliminations. Yeah, that's a big problem. Big problem. But we see Roshi as he's like, you know, kind of his last little like breath. Um, he fires like a tiny little energy wave and it just knocks the cap off. And so Vegeta gets out and then Magetto shows up and Vegeta just basically yells at him and makes fun of him, which causes him to cower as we've kind of learned from the universe six and seven story arc where they're mm-hmm. having their tournament. Uh, that's the big robot guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah. yeah and yeah. their, their weakness is if you just make fun of them, they'll like, they'll like cower and. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then Vegeta just funny. kicks him off, giving Vegeta another elimination. Yeah. And, um, and then we, and then Frost basically kind of runs away and Vegeta tells Roshi to retire. So a lot of people are, I think, misinterpreting this. Um, a lot of people are saying this means like Roshi's like never going to fight again. I think it's kind of a translation error in the, in the dub. I think when he says retire, he means retire from the tournament. Like, yeah, is that how you, how did you interpret that as? Yeah, you're done. Basically, if you stay any longer, you don't think that he, when he said retire, like you should retire from fighting completely. No, no, kind of like if you were retiring from a match or something. Yeah, no. Basically, what I thought Vegeta was saying is, if you stay in 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 his in his own way, um, you stay any longer, you're gonna be dead, old man. And that's why he says he says eat a sense of me before you. That's right, exactly. So it's you've done everything you can do. It was like. Thanks, but see ya, pal. Yeah, I think think sometimes it's kind of difficult to tell. Like, if you watch the Japanese version and you can actually understand Japanese, I think you get it the way we get it when we see the when we hear the dubbed version because I kind of change lines and it's a little better. Sometimes the subtitle versions, you just, you're kind of, the translation gets kind of jacked up. Okay. And so how we perceive things, and that's, that's, you know, that's just kind of, that's just kind of part of the deal. But anyway, another great episode, actually, I kind of thought. And then at the end, we see um, Beerus actually call him Master Roshi. Because remember at the end, it was right. 105, yep. 105, where he says, hey, what's that name, man's name again? Right, and he remembers it. Yeah, and yeah. Roshi, did get, Roshi did a pretty good job in the tournament. Yeah, he did, yeah. Considering he's one of the weaker... Well, yeah, exactly. And the, the, Actually, to be honest, he's, he's probably the weakest on the team. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and also the fact that he had to overcome his pervy nature to like <laughs> that was a big deal. Yeah, I it mean, was. The sacrifices he made, I don't think the universe quite understands. Yeah. Okay. That was I, hilarious. When, I kind of get was it. Like, just, and she just ran away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, super cool. And at the very end, there was there. Did they lead into any other uh, fights or anything, or was there anything else that was? Uh, that was kind of it. We didn't, I didn't, we did, I actually, I saw the preview later. You and I didn't watch the preview for the next episode. The preview for the next episode, mm-hmm. episode 108, but I will, th- I, I, let's just finish with 107. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that we've seen Jiren as, do you think Goku stands a chance? Okay. Um, so you Cause, showed me. Because we're going to get, we're going to get Goku versus Jiren in um, the big special episode. And like in October, we're getting a, they're going to do one week. They're going to be off because they're doing a one piece special, which is another anime. Right. Cause they, these always air back to back. And right. then the following is going to be a, um, super Dragon Ball super special, but it's really just going to be two episodes. I think we're just getting two episodes back to back. It might be shot differently. Like it might just be, might just see one episode when we see it on Crunchyroll and, the Japanese version, and then when it comes over here in like a year, yeah, um, and it's dubbed, that it might just be two weeks. Okay, yeah. So, do I think Goku stands a chance? I think you. We watched uh, Hit versus Goku. Yeah, right. Just the other day, uh, you and I were watching it, and he 
Goku always has something up his sleeve. He had King Kai's. The, he had the he had the Super Kaioken, Super Super Saiyan Blue Kaioken. Right, but what was the what was the red like? That's the, the Kaioken. Okay. So okay. yeah, that Kaioken is is the thing he stacks on top. That's what he used before, like when he was fighting Vegeta, and the Kaioken, okay. the highest we've ever seen him go is. It kept going at King Kai something. Yeah, it's how it translates, but it's. We and they actually just call it the Kaioken. Okay. In the video games, they'll call it King Kai Fist. That's just guess what it was. That's what they call it in the, in the thing. They the call King, it King Kai, Kai Fist. Fist. But or he calls it Kaioken. Yeah. And so they actually just keep the name. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah. And so, so the highest the highest we see that Goku use it is he when he first gets it, he can do it, and it's a two times multiplier. Mm-hmm. And then during the Frieza saga, we see him go all the way up to twenty. So he is a twenty times multiplier. But then he gets Super Saiyan, which we know is a fifty times multiplier. So Kaioken is kind of not useful anymore. It's not really necessary. Yeah. Now during the other world tournament universe, so after Cell. I guess kills Goku. Goku sacrifices himself. Right. Goku fights in this tournament, and when he's like when he's dead, and he uses the he uses a Super Kaioken there on Super Saiyan One, mm-hmm. but that doesn't take place in the manga. And whether it's canon, people argue back and forth. So whatever. Let's just get rid of that for a second. Okay. So we see him do it in the Universe Six and Seven tournament where he uses it against Hit, and that's like Super Kaioken times ten on top of Super Saiyan Blue. Yeah. So now the interesting thing is is during the intro to the show, right? When he, yeah. we see him fighting Jiren, he's he goes Super Saiyan Blue, and then we see this big red flash of energy, and then he, like, swipes away, and he's normal. Yes. Okay, right? that's right. Yeah, the that's intro, right. In the intro of the show, that's why everyone's arguing maybe this new transformation Goku has looks more like a normal transformation. Plus, we've seen the screenshots of it. Yes. Where he's got, like, the gray eyes, but his hair is, like, kind of up, but it's kind mm-hmm. of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what a lot of people are saying could happen. So, so they're saying that maybe his new transformation when he faces uh, Jiren. Is that he's just like he just looks, like, normal. Like, maybe it's, like, a mystic Gohan type yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be kind of cool. I still don't think he stands a chance. Based on what I saw. I know that Goku always ends up right. blah, blah, blah. I kind of <clears throat> hope something really different happens. That's a lot of people are saying that the that the Grand Priest and the angels, because the angels are somewhat tied to the gods, could try and take over. There's a lot of people theorizing that... The, that I, Let's go ahead and talk about the next episode. This okay, okay. <laughs> so the next episode, episode 108, is um, in the preview we see Frieza... And Frost team up, and it looks like Frieza actually starts attacking Gohan. Wait, what? Frieza's supposed to be on fighting the universe for Universe seven. seven. Yeah, but he's always been the villain, right? For sure. But he's a he goner if his team loses. A lot of people are thinking that he's just trying to attack Gohan to lead Frost in, and then he's gonna, and then Frieza's gonna eliminate Frost, and maybe that'll give us a big Frieza Frost rivalry down the line. Or oh, something. okay, okay. We'll see, but yeah. there are some people saying that Frieza might try to position himself as the new god of destruction. Yeah. I, I yeah. was, yep. That would be interesting. That would make sense, maybe why he would why he would turn, yeah, on his own um, team. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But, okay. So there's a lot of different a lot of different theories floating around, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Some people, most people, don't think it. Jiren Goku is going to be the end of this this arc, this story arc. They don't think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm kind of with you. Without the exception of maybe this new transformation, I don't think Goku. Stands a chance against Jiren right now. Is it possible? Even Super Saiyan Blue, with even if he could hit Kaioken times 20, maybe. Right. right. Okay. Is it possible that we need like Jiren and possibly uh, Hit and some of these other guys because the gods are evil? 
or something. It's or possible. There's some. They're, they're that's kind of team what, up. See, that's where know? I. That's where. That's where I and there, there's definitely like Geekdom 101, who's a big uh, YouTuber right. for Dragon Ball. He's big into that theory. Is he okay? Yeah. So maybe maybe we'll actually see Jiren because Jiren doesn't seem like a bad guy. Right. Okay. And so maybe we'll see Jiren and Goku have to team up mm-hmm. and take on like the angels, you, which we know the angels are stronger than the gods, right? Because right. Akira Toriyama even said, well, if Goku, during Battle of the Gods, he said Goku's a 6, Beerus is a 10, and Whis is like 15. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really, maybe the angels are like the bad guys controlling everything, and there's maybe. this secret sort of, I don't know, it's just crazy. I mean, I'm down for something. I, I want to see them team up, because you said before, Universe 11 is kind of like, look, they're all wearing the red suits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, they're like the Freedom Patrol or something. Just, right. Yeah, Freedom Force or something. Yeah, like sounds that. like the Justice League. So, yeah. I mean, I'm... <laughs> I'm down. I think they, they they're they're good guys. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm really interested. I'm really engaged. And just so everyone out, uh, out there knows, Ez is catching up. He okay, is. I'm going back, and I've been watching the movies. Yeah. And, so now um, you've seen you have the yeah, what's it called again? Crunchy. So, yeah, I have I have Crunchyroll. So we're 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 uh, rewatching a lot of the a lot of Dragon Ball Super. There's right. only 100 and some episodes, so it's not really going to take that long. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, we're also doing the Dragon Ball Z movies. Um, yeah, we've watched the dead zone. We're going to do a review of it and we're going to watch all the Dragon Ball Z movies and get as all caught up. All caught up. Can I tell you something though? The other day we were watching, um, or just yesterday we were watching hit versus Goku Yeah, and the, and the turning between six and seven. It's like episode 39, I believe. Okay. I now understand why you say that when we're watching the movie, okay. Like, okay. So as that first five minutes there was probably 20 episodes because when I was watching that episode, they were standing across from each other. Yeah, exactly. And there'd be that long pause like that. And it's just like, wait, what's happening? They're just standing and staring at each other. These long pauses and gearing up. And And then my favorite noise and my favorite noise is the, uh, yeah, like the, like they're they're powering up and they're all like shocked. Oh, so now the the interesting thing though is like, so in super, that's actually pretty rare. Oh really? Super is so much like even, so you've seen all the newer episodes. The Mm -hmm. pacing is so much faster. Yeah. This tournament in dragon ball Z would have taken like, five seasons i mean i'm serious like so the interesting thing the funny thing is that when frieza fights goku in dragon ball z yeah they're like the funny thing is that they're like well the planet's gonna explode in five minutes and five minutes literally is like 40 episodes jeez like it's like two seasons that's crazy yeah that's crazy awesome but it's just like i now i now kind of that's why dragon ball kai exists because they're like and kai is paced like super but they trim a lot of yeah of z down yeah but the it's, music in it's so god awful that it's not worth watching. Right? Yeah, it's addictive. I mean, even when I was watching that, I was like, uh, like the anticipation. Because what it does is, you're sitting in your seat, and then when that pause happens, you're sitting on the edge of your seat. I remember at one point I was like laying on the on like the like the bed or whatever, and then like I got up, sat on the edge, stood up, looked over at the monitor. I'm like, what? What's gonna happen? Like it's just like whoa. And that episode's sweet because then he does the command. Man, oh the man, it's so yeah, crazy. It's yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, super great episode. We're looking forward to the next uh, couple. Yep. So okay, uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we come back and we'll be talking about Stranger Things. And welcome back to Second Breakfast, guys. Now we're gonna talk more about Stranger. 
Things. So as you guys know um, from our last episode, uh, I'm watching Stranger Things for the first time. As is rewatching yep. it, although I don't believe as you have finished it. I've not actually seen the last last episode. It was because like it was so good that I didn't want to. I knew I had to wait a whole yeah. year, and I was just sort That's of. That's like, the problem with Netflix shows. We talked about it a little bit with Narcos. Yeah. Is that they're really good, but they're all new, and they only have like one season, right? And so it's well, kind of like okay, well, yeah. I also didn't want to um, watch it alone. Yeah, so that's kind of a big deal. But you know what? I will say this. So as season two approaches, I'm actually really excited for it. But you know what's kind of disappointing? So, the Emmys just happened. Yeah. And it didn't do like anything at the Emmys. Okay. Wow. It's kind of surprising. And Game of Thrones was disqualified. Otherwise, Game of Thrones would have cleaned house again. Right. Huh. What do they say? Is there have you read anything about why or? Uh, they just gave it. They just, they just. I guess we're excited about other things. The Handmaiden's Tale. What? Yeah, it like won like best. What the heck? What's, I, what's her name? That character's name is like Abby Moss. She's in the West Wing. She plays Jed Bartlett's daughter. Uh, <clears throat> she plays, what's her name? Abby. Not Abby. I can't remember. Hmm. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I kind of thought, you know, that it would. Uh, people really liked it. I mean, I thought it yeah. got really good reviews. It and looked stuff, dumb. So. It looked pretty dumb to me. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, it's well. not stranger or a thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's let's get to it then. We got um, okay. Um. So let's just kind of go through each of the episodes just a little bit, just brief little summary. Um. Okay. So episode three, Holly Jolly. Uh. Pretty much. Uh. We see Barb wake up in this pool. Uh. And the, I think then we kind of start to get that. Okay. There is this like shadow, something world yeah. or something. Something's going on because remember, L says that he's in hiding. Right. And just darkness. So right. that's kind of where that's kind of where we're leading, um, and then we see Joyce. Now that I have their characters' names down, yeah. aka Winona Ryder, where she starts hanging up Christmas lights all over the house. That's right. That's right. Um, and then they start going off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she so she like paints letters, and then he like, and then Will, we believe, right. is speaking to her through the lights. Right. Um, and then, man, they're then still she, looking. They're still looking for Will. Yeah, they're still looking for Will. Um, what's the what's the, what are the other two kids' names? That's not. Mike or Will? Oh, Lucas and Dustin. Dustin's the one with like the teeth jacked up. Yes, Dustin. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, and so Lucas, man, that guy's kid's a jerk. Gosh, he can be sometimes. I know. It's, I know. And I know. he's like, he's making fun of Mike. He's like, oh, you love L. Yeah, you got a problem with it? Yeah. I mean, she's actually pretty cool. I think he's jealous. Yeah, L's my favorite character. Well, besides, L, Hop, besides yeah. Hopper. Yeah, Hopper and L. Who has some sick moments yes. we'll be talking about. Yes. Soon. Yeah. So actually, this episode. Um, Hopper, they go into the like the lab or whatever. Yeah, they get clearance to go in. He's like, I just got to check this place off. Um, right. So they go in and they pulls a quick one on him. Yeah, they're yeah. looking at the security footage, and he asks the two guys he's with. He's like, you notice anything funny about that footage? Because he's like, oh, it was like the it was like the fifth or whatever. Right. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, cool, thanks. That's all I needed to see. Right, and he's yeah. like, yeah, it was raining that day, and it wasn't raining and in, the, the in the footage. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And they weren't that far from. Yeah. So it was definitely raining there. Yeah. yeah it's like in their town. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that that was a pretty big deal. Um. So um, Nancy at the end of that episode finds uh, Barb's car, and she sees potentially a creature in the woods, or she sees something. She's not quite sure what yep. she sees. Right. Yep. So, um, and, uh, I guess kind of the big thing in the episode. So we see, will tell Joyce to run. Yeah. <clears throat> so she runs L takes them to Will's house. Right. 
And then that's when they're like, this is Will's house. They're kind of freaking out. Like they're all upset. Yeah. And like, then, we know this is Will's house. Like what, we, what are we yeah, doing we, Yeah, we know it's Will's house. Um, pretty much this is kind of a Nancy episode really with like mm-hmm. Barb missing and we get to see her and she's yeah. talking to her Steve, her boyfriend a little bit more and she seems kind of worried and we kind of see him actually come around a little bit. Right. Um, in these next couple episodes, which is fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think a big part to this too was you start to see more and more. We've saw one before. We saw another one here. The flashbacks with L. Yeah. So that tells us more that we're getting more. Where she got of, put in solitary confinement yes. and she she's killed those guys. For Papa. Yeah. Was this the one where they wanted her to kill the cat? I think this is the one they wanted her to kill the cat. Yeah. And she didn't want to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, this is it. That is this one. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's for sure. And yeah. um, and uh, we and we know that and we know that um, there have been people claiming that like their daughter or their kids have been taken by. Yeah. By, well, what's the, the guy's name? It's uh, by the doctor. Yeah. Um, we don't know. We don't think we know his name yet. You might not have heard it yet. It's Doctor Brenner, I think. Is Brenner. No, we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. He's in the. He's in the papers. Okay. That guy. He's one of those actors who you see in I think a lot. Of, be next episode where they start to kind of talk. Yeah. He learns more about. Yeah. You see, he's one of those actors you see in a lot of different things. Yeah. Um. But anyway, and so then it, pretty much this episode ends with them finding air quote will's body mm-hmm. in the water right right um so next brings us to chapter four which is the body um this episode um l proves that will's still alive by mm-hmm. uh the walkie-talkie right frequencies yeah the frequency yep. which is crazy so then they get the idea hey we need more power so that's when they're going to go to the school yes and, and the cool thing they dress l they just l up which is hilarious yeah that was super cool l's so great gosh i mean and Other than Hopper, she's she's my second favorite. She's my second. No, favorite. and I think uh, Millie uh, Brown, Millie Bobby Brown, is the girl's name that plays her, that plays Eleven. And do you have like a picture of her right here mm-hmm. of what she looks like when she's right there? Yeah, she's uh, right here. What else has she been? Oh, she, wow, she is like super. Young. Um, I mean, super she's only young. thirteen. Yeah, they're they're all yeah. really young. Um, so, but I mean, literally, does an amazing job. Yeah, I mean, she sells me on. Oh, perfect. It's amazing. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. So, yeah. Um, so, okay. So this episode, I'm trying to see, uh, see what else we got. Yeah. They give, they give L the makeover, which is just hilarious. Um, this is where Joyce hears Will in like the wall and she starts like tearing on the wallpaper and she's going to get the ax and mm-hmm. um, all that stuff. Um, she sees him like behind like that, like she sees him like through the wall, like in like the oh, membrane yeah, right. or whatever yeah, it is. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So we start to get a little bit more. Is this where we, is this where they send the guy in? I think they had at this point. It was either or was it this episode or the next, but it doesn't matter either way. Yeah, they said they they send in one of the guys who, as soon as he shows up on the screen, I I looked at Ez and I was just like, He's, okay, this this is a straight up red shirt. You know, this guy's this dying. Guy's, this <laughs> guy's done. <laughs> yeah, yep. like I don't want a crane. It's like Jurassic Park where they're right. lowering in the you know yeah. the you know that guy's gone. Right, like, that's right, that's right. Um, so a couple of things. Um, the body, right? This this yeah. this title, the body. Um, Joyce goes and has to check out the body at the morgue. And she's like, it's not my son. It's not my son. She's like, I don't know. I don't know. And she's like, I've, he has a birthmark. And then we see Hopper. This is where he starts really investigating. Right. Yes, he and, really does. I mean, he knock, he's knocking people out. He's going secret agent on everybody. He gets in and he, he goes into the morgue. He cuts yeah, the body. Yeah, he decides that it cuts the body, which is super creepy, but it's like stuffed. Stuffed body. Yeah. It's like a wax mold, stuffed body. Um, Jonathan's trying to set up the funeral, so the older brother's trying to set that up. And and during all of this, the father, at the very towards the end, yeah. comes back home. Comes back, and that's you can you know right away that's going to be a joke, right? Yeah. Um, so the other thing is that 
Um, they all Steve. Steve. They find the Steve. This is big. I mean, Steve uh, kind of s- sees Jonathan. And he like has to see his. He sees the oh, pictures. Yeah. The girl saw him making the pictures, and um, so then he like knocks the camera out of his hand, breaks it. But when Nancy picks up some of the photos, she notices something. Yeah, turns out he actually got a picture of like the faceless man, or as right. they're calling him now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but there's also this piece where the police now are involved and and they're looking for eventually she had to tell barb's yeah parents or she told her mom you know and they is this where they said they found her car was that the next episode uh she did find her car here this episode i believe yeah but but i know remember the police the police said they found her found no no she goes back there and the car is not there they find barb's car way over um somewhere else like she had ditched it somewhere yep you know, and and it was and, and so I, that's where we see Nancy realizing something's going on. Something's here. up. That's right. That's right. Even though we'd already seen it with Hopper. Yeah, yeah. Hopper's on to him. I mean, Hopper actually goes and confronts now the state trooper who found Will's body. Yeah, that's where he punches like, him, and then we see the. Yeah, because no, that's next episode. No, it, for this part, he sees he goes. Um, oh yeah, just the state, just the state trooper, and he's like, and they. Say it was state jurisdiction or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then he yeah. realizes that um, something going on. He asked him. He's like, he's like, is that your uh, so that's state jurisdiction or whatever? And the guy's like, yeah, absolutely. And then he's like, I happen to know that it's not. And then they get into this big sort of argument. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But then he but then he's holding the guy up. He's beating him up at the end. Yeah. And those two guys. Oh, you're right. Yeah. He's beating he's beating the guy up at the end. And then like there's a car that's, that like takes off. That's right. Yep. And remember he remember and remember he confronts the. Uh, Oh God! What's his name? The the God, I can't even think. What's the title of the people who run the morgue? Oh. Aut- the guy who does the autopsies or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and because he he was saying, yeah, they came in and said they wanted to do it. So yeah, let they me came off for in. the night. Yep, right. Yeah, gave me the night off. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the one state trooper was like, "You're gonna get us both killed." So it's like, yeah. Wow. I have a, as at some point. We're thinking about. What are you thinking we're, th- right we're thinking about. Hold on. This is. I'm going to go kind of off topic okay. here. But uh, we've we've been thinking about doing kind of a new segment where we talk conspiracy theories. Oh yeah. And as I have, I have something to tell you at some point about state coming in. Guy, should I just go ahead and tell a story? Sure. Why not? Oh, okay, guys. It's strangers. Okay, yeah. man. I, I'm, I'm. This is. This is. This is the God's honest truth. Okay. okay? I I used to work at a mental health chemical dependency hospital, and you know sure. sometimes we get like the. The it's it's pretty chill. It's like not very acute type of patient. But we had like around six or seven beds that would be like for the people who we would then send to state. Right. And every I mean, very mostly it's like people with suicidal ideation stuff like that. But every once in a while, you get somebody who's like the FBI is after me. And you're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> All right. So we had this one guy come in, and he was you know same thing. FBI is coming after me. It's like okay, whatever. I swear to God. Okay, so sometimes when state comes to get people, I've seen the guys at state, and it's like you know Bob Schmo who's like balding and he's in like right. his khakis, and those people don't want to be there because they have to actually come in and check. Actually, mostly it's county. County has to come in and check and make sure mm-hmm. at least out in Oregon, um, you know, Stranger Things ish, you know, like right. Twilight ish, you know, area. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, yep. so you know they come out and they they you just got to make sure that they're actually. You're suicidal or whatever because the county's paying for it so the taxpayers are paying for uh-huh. it. yeah so yeah we had this one guy we had this one guy man and he was just like yeah the fbi's after me all the stuff right and it's like okay yeah whatever <laughs> whatever bro you know whatever right. so when state came in <laughs> bro weird man state was wearing like suits oh man real weird they had never wore suits before they took that guy man he was screaming the whole way out shut it up. was it was just like 
That was real, real but weird. Were they, were they people you didn't recognize? Like you oh, normally yeah. recognize? Uh, yeah, I've state. seen the state people, man. It was you know weird. them. It was weird. That's crazy. We also had a military unit, and so you know we did a lot with the military and stuff right. like that. And you, there's things you're allowed to say, things you're not allowed to say. Right. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. One time we had to get declassified. That was a big deal, but. Dude, yeah, uh, but I'm just saying, man. One time, state came in. It was real bizarre. These guys, yeah, suits. Normally, they show up in like you know. Normally, they show up in like with like a van. You know, yeah. So, what did this guy see? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, all sort of all like, I know is that state came in and took and took that dude, and that did not look like normal state guys. Right. They I'm, were young. Yeah. Short. You know, tall jack dudes with yeah. like good haircuts. Right. You know. Oh <laughs> like, my. God. Goodness. It was so something was up, man. And you know, then his paperwork, his paperwork was finished real quick. I'm just saying, it was weird. Anyway, it really reminds me. That's of That's strange. Really reminds me of this. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does because that that's sort of what's going on. Like the the reach of the government or whatever yeah. organization we have going on here is pretty far, and because they're tapping everybody. Let's just go ahead and talk about next episode. Yeah, let's jump into it. So Hopper breaks in. Yeah, he does. Knocks some dudes out, yep. breaks in, goes down, sees like the membrane. He's freaking out. They drug him. Uh-huh. He wakes up and he's like freaking out. They make it seem like, oh, he's just super hammered. They're, like beer cans all over the place. Right. That's right. He starts tearing. He's, yeah, he's taking apart his house and he finds a wire. Yep, that's right. Yep. Finds a wire, goes nuts. He goes, he goes to Joyce and basically says. Yeah, he's holding a sign. Don't talk. Don't talk. So, yeah. And he says, you were right. You were right. Yeah. And they start like busting yeah. light bulbs. Yeah. Um, and he finds, he doesn't find anything. He does. He's like, he's, we're good. We're probably good to talk now. So. Yeah. Because there's, there's so many lights everywhere. He's yeah, like, we're not going to be able to do this. Yeah. He's like, they he's should have just gone. went outside or something. But anyway, so that's kind of, that's kind of their story. And I'm really excited to see where it goes. Um, the other, the other people's stories. So Barb and, or so Nancy and Jonathan get together and they're going to go hunt. They want to go hunting for the, oh for my the God, faceless right. man, which is hilarious because. She's got the bat, and then Jonathan's trying to shoot, and he can't hit anything, and she shoots right. and hits something, and so they yeah. got the gun. Yeah. Um, and then they actually go out in the woods, and they're looking for the thing, and you just know it's such a dumb idea, and they come across this tree. Oh, I know. And so that's like the portal in. Yeah, the, but you're a, noticing. A portal in. A portal in. That's what. That's where we're going. Um, and interesting, so while that's going on, we get to kind of understand the portal and the area a little bit more because the guys, it's Dustin, figures out they're like, "Where's all this energy? Where would be?" They talk to their teacher, and he's like, "The, te- the same teacher." Same, we kind of skipped over the same teacher who lets them use the walkie-talkie, yeah, the ham radio, uh, the ham radio, which um, was their buddy, and he made him go to the funeral thing, which was funny because then we saw L trip that kid and make him pee himself. Yeah, it was pretty which is hilarious. But anyway, so then the the radio breaks, it catches on fire, yeah. and then, um the organization or whatever they know something's up and they know else she was there they say she yeah, was there she yeah. was there yeah yep, for sure so they're going to be closing in on them pretty quickly right <clears throat> right and then so at the end of this um they go on the uh the kids pack up their bags and they get their compasses out and dustin's like let's you know yep. the magnetic pool it'll pull us to true north if there's a bigger magnet in the area then you know, he noticed that True North, their compasses weren't pointing towards True North. Yep. And so, boom, as they head out and they're they're, they're trekking around, L actually yep. jacks yep. with their compasses because she tells them it's too dangerous. It's too dangerous, guys can't do so it. So then, basically, it fight, she leads them basically away. leads them away. They get into a fight. L kind of knocks out Lucas, and then yep. they freak out on her, and almost kills Lucas. It looks like, and then L leaves. They turn around. She's gone. 
Yeah. So, okay. Just so, as let's kind of talk. So, that's where you are. You've yeah, not seen so anything I've not past seen that. anything else. So, here, I want to I get through some of my theories. I'm going to look at the next episode. So, my big, my big theory is there's something to do with the water. Okay, yeah. Yep. Because we saw the pool. Boom, the thing was there. And we, they got the, the tubes in the thing. And then we find the body in the water. I don't know right. why. I'm just, right. I just keep thinking there's something to do with the water. Well, you've seen. And I've seen signs. And at the end of signs, you know what it was? The it was water. the water. That's okay? right. That's a so. good point. That's a good call. <laughs> I don't know why. That's I a just, really good call. Probably, the, people, the people who have seen this or are listening, they're like, you have no freaking you clue no what clue. you're talking about. But I don't you know what. No something but about L the gets water. put in the water. L right? gets put in the, in the water. L gets put in the tank. There's something about it. My other theory the- is that Mike's dad works for that organization, and they just haven't told us yet because yes. he did not seem very shocked or surprised that Will was gone. Yes. and it really seemed to care. It's like okay, mm-hmm. whatever. So I think there's something hiding there. I don't think their mom knows because their mom we're starting to get a little bit more of really is trying to be like a good parent, and I think mm-hmm. it make a lot more sense, especially because they talked about what their their parents' relationship was like. Yes, exactly. They did. Jonathan, when he's talking um, to Nancy, to Nancy is basically uh, kind of shows her that, you know, how their parents had just sort of like, it was the, what everyone else was doing and you got to get settled down. You got to find, you know, white collar job and what have you. Right. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. suburban life essentially. Yeah. And that she was trying to be this rebellious girl um, that her mom once was, but ends up, that's just a phase and yeah. you're really not who you who you think you are. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So here's, so, so far I'm loving it. I'm loving every second of it, but I'll say this. They, I'm glad that we, they finally ended the, should we trust L or not trust L thing? Cause that was going on since episode two mm-hmm. and it was just getting too, getting too little too long. Okay. We get it. All right. Right. Let's, let's, glad we move past that. The only other thing is at some point we had better start getting some answers and I don't need a lot. I just need one or two about, this organization because if this turns into the x-files don't get me wrong i love the x-files i've seen it i'll gladly watch it again i own most of it on blu-ray but it took like seven seasons to get through to like what the big conspiracy theory and stuff like that was with the X-Files. i'm not doing that again right right (laughs) now the other thing that you said the other day was like you're like oh if they kill hopper i'm out you're like, I need to know right now, is Hopper in the next episode? If he's not, I'm not watching it. Yeah, I'm not watching it. it. It's like it's like it's like when I it's it's like when I was I started to watch Twilight and I was like, I really don't care about this. And yeah. I was like, if they kill Carlisle, I'm out. Right, 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 exactly. Yeah. And then they did in the movie, and I literally stood up and almost walked out, and everyone, right, yes. but everyone was freaking out because I guess it didn't happen in the books. Right. And so like, no, 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 sit back seriously, down. everyone was losing their minds right, when yeah. they changed the ending, and I was like, oh, "This is not at all." People like, were crying. People, people were crying in the theater. People were freaking out, so I kind of stayed. I kind of stayed to watch. But if Hopper's out, I'm out. Yeah, I got you. I got you. What is it to wait and see? Well, wait and see. I mean, okay. Was it wait and see? So don't look at the screen. Cause I'm gonna so I have. So I haven't. Yeah. Just don't. So we got six, so seven, and eight. Six, seven, and eight. Three episodes left. Yeah. Um. And then this is coming out uh, early October, I think. Right or something. October. Like yeah. Halloween. Actually, I think maybe. Oh, is it maybe October? Halloween? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, we're probably gonna do some theories, stuff like that. Um. And then we're gonna do. We're probably when we watch Stranger Things, we're probably gonna do. We'll probably film it in segments. Um. Because I would like to do an individual episode breakdown. Okay. Per episode, so I would like to watch one episode, record it. record it, and you guys may get it as like in one episode we were, we were do it, but that's how we should record it, I think. 
Oh, you mean Mike can pile them all into? Yeah. So, so, cool. so for listening, you're probably going to see it'll say Stranger Things episode like one, two, and three, but we're not going to do it like this. We'll probably watch one episode, boom, talk about it, record it. So it's probably going to be in segments. Okay, I got you. I, got I just you. think that's how we should. If you think we should do it differently, have you seen the trailer for season two? Yeah. No, dude, I haven't finished season one. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled this up. I haven't seen. I can't it. see spoilers. And I just saw it. This is crazy. Okay, don't look. Don't look. Oh my gosh, you're gonna watch okay. the trailer. No, I'm not gonna watch. I can't. We're good. Okay. Um. So yeah, I think it's uh, we're up through uh, episode five. So we'll get into six, seven, and eight, and we'll. Ez hasn't seen eight, so once we get to seven, we'll kind of do like a little. I'll make my predictions too because I have a theory as to what I think is going to happen in season two. Yeah. So, okay. All right, guys. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, we are going to be right back in just a little bit. Ez has decided we need to talk about Star Wars. Let's talk about it. There's just always something to talk there about. There is always something to talk about. I love talking Star Wars. It's so easy and it's so, so fun. So and The Last Jedi will be here before we know it. That's true. So, all right. Stay tuned. Poor game. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back uh, to Second Breakfast. Uh, now we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, Star Wars. Oh man, I was really hoping one of your favorite topics was going to be Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, I wish that it were, but um, I mean, I love Lord of the Rings, don't get me wrong. We just haven't But it's kind about of the theme on this podcast that it we is. don't really talk about Lord of the Rings, you know? I know. So. But just so you guys know, as and I have this debate quite often, he says Star Wars is the best movie trilogy. <laughs> I remind him that Lord of the Rings has won like the most Oscars ever. So yeah, you know, people didn't know what they were doing back in the seventies or late seventies, early eighties. You know, because if I mean, gosh, those were genius. And really, at the time, people didn't realize the impact, the cultural impact, the worldwide impact those movies would have. Kind of crazy. So yeah. I always love talking Star Wars, and I think today uh, we're talk about Laura Santeca. So yeah, if you who are, is he? Yeah, if you are a Star Wars fan, hopefully you know who that is. He's in Episode Seven. Um, he's the older guy in the in the beginning. Oh, okay, that guy. That guy right there. Right? Yeah, I know who you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, another guy. Um, and he basically has a map. It's a pretty important map. Yeah, to well, half a map. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't actually have the whole. <laughs> well, map. I guess it is a map considering a how map. much it covers. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So he has a map to Luke Skywalker. Um, they don't have the entire database though because R2 is sleeping. It's this whole thing, right? Okay. Um, really, we think R2 was just trying to keep this from Snoke. So it is what it is. But um, Laura Santeca has this map, and I guess I just want to talk, Matt. Um, we talked the other day on our other podcast, Rebel Watch, about the connection between Luke and. Laura Santeca and how well do they know each other? Do you think they traversed the galaxy together? No, no you don't. No, we don't really know a whole lot about Laura Santeca as right. We don't. Um, but I'm going to go out to, I'm going to go as far as saying, I think he probably knows Leia more than he knows Luke. Sure. And why do you say that? Just seems to me like 
Luke is doing the whole Jedi thing. He's right. off in the temple. And then when the temple kind of goes away, I'm really starting to believe Luke doesn't trust a lot of people. So yes. Luke would have to trust this Lore Senteca guy a lot. I think so. In yeah. order to get it. I, what I'm guessing. But, the, but, but he what, did give him the map. That's what we're. That's what we're. That's hearing. what we're led. That's what we're. That's what we're hearing. Here's what I think actually happened. Okay. I think Luke gave Leia both pieces of the map. She split them up because she already has the one with R two. Okay. Okay. Does she know that though? Maybe she doesn't. Doesn't seem like it from the movie because she's maybe like, she, that, maybe that's why she gave it to Loris and Tekka. Yeah. Because didn't she send Poe Dameron to go get it? She did. I don't know if I don't know if Laura Santeca contacted her or not. Um, my belief on this whole thing, I'm with you in that she pr- probably did know Leia and that family more so. But it seems like I mean he knows obviously Kylo Ren. He knows that he's Ben Solo, and he knows you know when he's talking to Poe, he says she's royalty to me. Talking about um, the general, General Leia, right? <clears throat> I just kind of think though that like Luke trusts Laura Santeca because he's a member of the Church of the Force. Probably one of the last. Yeah members and i think that might be sort of a big deal like this guy has gone and retrieved relics he's gone on missions where like you know they're they're returning kyber crystals to temples and you know all this kind yeah. of crazy stuff so um they're kind of radical on both sides you got the knights of, or the acolytes of the beyond and you got the church of the force or santeca is a member there so um he's on jakku which is a big yeah, deal i know you know so i don't know i just think it's interesting i i don't know maybe he doesn't know him do you think really that we're well, gonna? Do you really think we're gonna get a lot of Laura Sentech in the next two movies? No, I don't. He's gonna be like a, I say Rebels like character. Like he would like he would show up in something like Rebels. Yeah, yeah, or a comic book or something where they kind of fill in how the map right. got where it got. Um, I they just they don't. They don't the do you think he knows time. Maz? Uh, that's a really good question. I don't know. I don't think he. I knows. mean, if Maz has the lightsaber, man, you know you. I don't know. You might be onto something there. I never thought about a connection between Laura Sentech and Maz. That's a great because Maz seems to know a lot too. She does. She's been around for a thou- over a thousand years. So, and does Maz know Luke? I think she. Or does yeah, she knows, she knows of, of Luke. Luke. Yeah, I'm not sure she's ever met him, but um, I mean, perhaps you never know. There's this 30 year gap between Episode Six. A lot probably you know, happened. A lot going on. Um, we're gonna get a little bit with Battlefront. They're gonna fill in sort of the contingency plan uh, and the uh, Inferno Squad adventure, yep. right? Uh, with the campaign mode in Battlefront Two, but I mean. Besides that, you've got a Poe Dameron comic book series that kind of talks about, well, you've got the one before that actually where it talks about Shadows of the Empire, I think, or whatever, where it's talking about what Luke did with yep. um, the Force Tree. He gave one actually to Poe's parents um, and just where they're planted and stuff is kind of uh, a cool little story. But really, we don't know a whole lot. We have a lot in Legends, but we're really not allowed to, you know, yeah, we're not allowed to go there. So um, I think you can. I think they draw a lot from legends. They do. I think they do. They do draw there. I just mean like we can't really use that to say right. This is what happened. This is this is what it is. Yeah. Right. Uh, we could before. I mean, if, if we could do that, we would know the whole storyline. But uh, yeah. So I just think it's interesting to me that Laura Santeca had it. I just think there's this connection. There's there's something significant about Jakku, the Falcon, Ray, uh, Laura Santeca, All this. I just don't know. How they're all connected? There's no. It's not a coincidence that they're all there, but you know, I, the secrets. So, do you think we will learn more about? Do you think we'll know anything more about Loras and Tekka than we know now going into Last Jedi? No, going into it, nada, not a thing. No comic, nothing's coming nothing, out, nothing. But I do think that what we might learn 
is his role, um, perhaps. Like we might get a reference to how he was um, sort of an overseer. Um, I think my my theory is, is that he was overseeing Unkar plot who was overseeing Ray. Right. And it's sort of this misdirection so the way they could not tie Ray back to the um uh Church of the Force, which right. was Lor Santeca. They wanted to keep that so the the Church of the Force has a presence on Jakku and they're kind of, I think, through Lor Santeca watching over Ray, is is my guess, honestly. There's no way that she's this significant of a character and she's left on this this planet, it, it could be one of these things. Here, you, my new theory. You want to hear my new Ray theory? Yeah. This no, is my, actually, I don't. You really Just, don't? Yeah, no, I do. Okay. <laughs> if you do, it's, it's cool. No, I mean, shut the podcast down right now. No, no, let, nobody wants to hear it. God dang it. <laughs> what if so, we just did? Move. <laughs> um, okay, so my big theory with Ray now is I think she was a youngling at, the, at Luke's Academy. Yep. I think she was a youngling there, and I think after it was destroyed... Uh, in, in she like survived, like she hid or survived or something. Right, she survives, and I think they, I think Luke. That might just there might be several younglings, but let's say she's the only survivor. That's whatever. There might be a couple, right. but I think what would Luke do? He, he would look for. I mean, she's been taken from her family, perhaps, or maybe she was taken in as an orphan or what have you. He's going to if he has to put her somewhere and he has to keep her away from dark side forces. He's going to take her with people that are that have a network that have resources and that value what she represents and know right. and her yep. and know that, that no, you're right. she's sensitive. So it makes sense that she would go with the Church of the Force and that they were secretly overseeing her uh, and, and watching over her. And I just it's kind of blowing me away because in this new canon we're talking about the Church of the Force and the Acolytes of the Beyond, which are two factions that sort of muddy the water. It's just it's it's another role that people can have if you're not force quote unquote force sensitive, you know. So I just that's kind of what I think happened. I think she was a part of the his academy. So, and again, we talked about this with Mike the other day that we don't really think that when Ray shows up uh, and sees Luke that it's actually um, that he expected to see Ray in a sense, right? I actually think he expected someone to show up. Remember, you had you had said you're like, come on. I mean, he has to be able to sense her and and you know her presence and things like that. So he knows it's Ray. My belief is he knows someone's coming. The force has told him that someone will come. That he needs to wait for his pupil, but he didn't see it being her. Yeah. And well, I so, guess it, that's probably too. You know, I was thinking about that more since since I'd said that, yeah. and it's hard to say because Vader didn't know Luke was his son right away. True, that's true. But you're talking about 30 years. He didn't really know what happened to the kids. He didn't kids. know if he even had children. Yeah, he didn't even know if he right. had kids because didn't Palpatine lie to him and say they died? Right, yeah. They died with her. Yeah. And I also don't think he's – he was like – Vader's a different story because he, everyone argues, well, he's so much more robotic than – you know I mean? Right. Luke, who's been sitting on this you know planet just studying the Force and all this stuff, I'm a little – I find it, I find it a little less hard to believe – that Luke wouldn't know who Ray was when she shows up. Okay. I feel like Luke should have a better idea. Oh, this is who this is. Well, I think Luke does know who she is. And that's why when he turns around, he's so shocked. Right. But I just didn't think that on the, I didn't think that when he sees her, he goes, Oh, that's her. I don't think he can sense her. And no, I think you can sense a. I think you go. It's just you could sense a force sensitive being, like you could sense a dark Sith walking up on you, but you might not know that it's Darth Vader or that it's someone else. Now, it, when Master and Matt, like that, because I know what you're going to say next, probably is that Darth Vader sensed Obi Wan Kenobi, and Obi Wan Kenobi sensed Darth Vader. 
So there's a strong, strong connection there. But they had been, but they had been fighting in the Clone Wars for like ten straight years and they together. Do, yes, yeah. and there is this whole piece where like people forget that Darth Vader and Luke can actually they have some um, conversations conversations through the Force. They have a Force connection, and they can actually sense one another and talk through the Force. Um, so that if if Luke if Ray is Luke's daughter. Then yeah, I think then you're right. So like he has to know that that's her. You know that, that that's her coming. He can yeah, sense I d- her. I he shouldn't be that. Sh- he shouldn't be shocked. The fact that he is I don't, shocked. I do not think that uh, she's Luke's daughter. Right? I'm a, because I'm why not, would he be shocked? Because then? I'm just gonna go ahead and use the word. I'm a big believer in Raylo. Yeah. Mostly because, and we'll do a Raylo video. Ready, Raylo special. Raylo special. But because I've said it before, I think that it just makes so much sense. Not like, oh, we need these characters to get together. But I just, I'm, I have this, I just, the fact that they chose to have Kylo Ren say, I'm struggling with the light side of the force. Yes. Leads me to completely believe that he's going to do like the opposite. Like it's not going to be Anakin going dark. It's going to be Kylo going light to save it. I actually think Snoke's going to somehow manipulate Rey into going dark side, and Kylo Ren's going to have to save her. Yeah, that's interesting. That's really because cool. Because then if she's not a Skywalker, which I don't think she is, it is then a Skywalker again. Yes. Yep. Yep, kind of saving the day sort of thing. Yeah, even if it's in a and it would just And it would way. just be cool because if it's not and it's just Kylo Ren turns into the next Darth Vader, then these three movies will have been a disaster. And I'll yeah. say that because then, well, it's not another Death Star. Well, it is. And yeah. then it's not just rehashing the same Star Wars movie. It is. It's yeah. we're just remaking. We would be four, I'm five and you. six. And so I think that Raylo just makes the most sense. It it's would be fresh. It would be unique. It would be cool. I think that's also why we have. I, I said this on Rebel Watch. I really don't th- the character I think everyone is completely underestimating is Hux. Yeah. I don't think people are really getting the importance and significance and the difference of this character that we've ever seen before. Right. It's always been the Sith and the the story of the Sith and the Jedi. It's never been the story of the Republic versus the Empire. Yeah. Until now. Mm-hmm. And when we saw it be like Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue One is Republic versus the Empire. Right. All of the extended universe stuff we're getting, like if we call it extended universe now, like Inferno Squad and the books about Leia mm-hmm. and all those other things, it is now. It seems to me they're going with the focus. No, we want it to be um, Republic versus Empire or whatever, or the rebellion. Yeah. The, the, the resistance. The resistance, yeah. excuse me. Mm-hmm. Resistance first. Um, the first, the order. First, order, first order. Yeah. And now with it being the last Jedi in the Knights of Ren, like we're getting past this idea of yeah. let's have these big, you know, and what is the true meanings of the force and all this other stuff. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're moving toward different ground. And I think even if it's not Raylo and maybe their brother, sister, I do. I think that it's, I ultimately think Kylo Ren's going light and that's how it's going to end. Yeah. Yeah. Because if they don't, and it's just Snoke's basically Palpatine, and Kylo Ren's basically Darth Vader, it's just going to, it would be bad. And it doesn't seem to me like they're firing all these directors to do something that's bad. Right, they need to do, they need to push it, they need to be edgy. But uh, what I worry about is like what you said, if Kylo comes back to the light, it is kind of like Six, Vader. (laughs) No, see, I don't think it's going to be like that. I don't okay. think he's going to come back and then die, and it's like a last ditch thing. Okay. I think, like, I think he's he, back and he is the last. I think Jedi. he 
I yep. I think okay. he's I think he's back. Now he could still maybe kill Luke or something. See what I think is going to happen is that I think that Snoke is going to get Ray. This is why I think this is why I'm kind of a Ray a Raylo believer. Yeah. I think that Snoke's going to turn Ray bad. Or and just Kylo capture. Ren's going to have yeah, or capture or whatever and Kylo Ren's going to have to save her. Yeah. Which is why I think Hux plays a big part because we already see Hux kind of pushing Kylo Ren and he has seems like he seems like he has just as much to say with Snoke as Kylo Ren does. Yeah. We nobody had that kind of authority other than Darth Vader with Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Right. No, not even Darth Maul. Well, had, we that, had that kind of had that kind of Darth Maul was straight henchman. Vader had that kind of authority where Vader gets to go do whatever he wants. And Vader in the old canon challenged Palpatine and That's was right. able to get away with That's it. He right. had he had his own he had his own apprentices mm-hmm. and all these other things. And now we see that Palpatine has this contingency plan yeah. and all this other stuff. I mean, so it seems to me like Hux is going to go with whoever's going to work if he is a Sith or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think he thinks that, I mean, look at what Ray does in episode seven. Yeah. Ray, who is a first time force user, is able to challenge and block out Kylo Ren, who's been training in the force his For entire years. life. Yes. Yes, that's huge. I think, and like any real Sith or any dark side user, as soon as Snoke realizes that his number one priority is Rey, yeah. he wants Rey. Um, I think for some reason there's going to be a little subplot here with Kylo or Ben Solo wants Luke. He's obsessed with finding his uncle for some confrontation for something that he wants. Oh, I think he's going to kill Luke. Yeah, I think, I think, and I think Luke. It pains me to say it, but I think Luke's going to die. I think Kylo Ren's going to kill Luke this movie yeah or i don't think snoke would but i think kylo ren well or maybe snoke will with the help of kylo ren and then maybe snoke's just trying to get to ray and i want ben solo to be the hero of this and i and i think maybe like maybe 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 he maybe they kill maybe kylo ren helps snoke kill luke and in the process snoke gets ray and then snoke completely snoke with the help of hux kind of pushes them away yeah and then hux um basically frames or does something to make snoke not want kylo ren anymore Mm -hmm. and then kylo ren has to go in and be the one to save it which would just be excellent storytelling it'd be so different it'd be so cool i really just do not want it to be like four five and six again yeah it'd be bad and it'd be boring and like seven like having seen rogue one like now i know because seven was like Okay, it has to kind of be like the originals. Yeah, but Rogue One was so good. At least I think so. I love. Yes. Rogue, I absolutely love Rogue me One. Too. I would honestly argue that to me, Rogue One's probably better than Return of the Jedi, and that's mm-hmm. a different story for Ez. But I think I think you could make the argument that it's better than. I think some people would say it's probably better it's in than the top three. New Hope. It, it's some people. I think you could make the argument that it's it's better than at least one of the originals. Yes. Yep. It just depends on where. You th- I mean, obviously yeah. not Empire Strikes not Back. Five, yeah, no. well, you're all in agreement on that. But right. if you're, you know, like four or six more, whatever. So yeah, I just, man, I just, I think that the, I think that because they've been so safe with the story, where we're firing these guys, we're doing reshoots. They have a very specific vision in mind, right? And they want and they want it to happen to see it through. Sorry, yeah. that's a big tangent, but no, I love it. I actually absolutely love it because I'm with you, and I think that's why we need to talk about Raylo and, and the evidence and what's there because it's a big deal, and I think. I could totally see it happening, and it, it would be the same. I don't want it to be the same. I want it yeah. to be different. I want him to be the, be the hero, but at the same time, how interesting would it be for, for Kylo Ren or Ben Solo to have to, to, have to 
um, seek redemption through his mother or get some last guiding words from Luke when yep. when, when Ray's taken and have to work with Finn and Poe. Yeah. Who he tortured and things, right? You know, what a crazy twist, right? And they well, need and, him. And the thing that would be so great is that he wants so desperately to be Anakin. Yeah. Well, Anakin's life ended mm-hmm. with him... We're going back to being an abs- a true Jedi, not a right. misguided Jedi, a true Jedi. Right. So if he were to be like Anakin, he would then go towards the light. But then to live because on. because where does where is Anakin now? Anakin is a Force ghost of the light, right? Of that's the right. light side of the Force, mm-hmm. not a Force ghost of the dark side. I think side that's or, something Luke has to share with him. No one seems to. I think when the temple was destroyed, he heard these things. Luke was away. No one is there to guide him to say. Everyone, possibly even Luke's students believe that Darth Vader was a dark Sith Lord that Luke Skywalker defeated. Absolutely. Very and, few people knew. And there's, and there's a uh, bloodlines. Yes. The bloodline, the yeah. bloodline, the bloodline book. Um, I mean, you, you read that like Leia is scared to death at the kind of the beginning of the, the book that like, if anybody found out I was Darth Vader's daughter. So at she's that like, point, she's like, I'd be, I'd be cast out. I'd be ostracized. I'd be, that's my, six my years, political career would be over. That's six years before the force awakens. And so like still the galaxy at large doesn't know that you know what I mean they, they, they haven't made that connection so and actually to be quite frank it's kind of hard for me to imagine that they haven't because like Luke and Leia being so close if people understood that no I don't think they even knew then they don't they, Anakin Skywalker is is dead and and, and gone yeah. people don't even make the connection that Luke yeah I mean I mean some see you got to think that some of these people are like hundreds of years old in the Star Wars universe but think about it like this so one two and three like you would know about if you lived if you were living in the star wars universe you'd know what's going on I mean, you're talking big huge massive clone wars yeah four five and six it's not really like these big wars like they kind of make it seem in the movie it's mm-hmm. more like i mean to kind of put it in like today's it's kind of like terrorist cells mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah we know there's battles going on like there's kind of like they happen i mean obviously there's like some big tragedies like you know, Alderaan gets blown up and stuff, right. but it's not really like it's like it's like bogging down everyone's life on a daily basis. Now, right. seven, eight, nine looked to be a little bit different because they just blew up a system. A system, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and you're right. I mean, the, the Hollow Net and all the different the program, the news networks and things, maybe were a little different, controlled by the Empire in four, five, and six. So, yeah, it's a good point. It, it, it is, but I think the key to remember, though, for Ben turning to the dark side, which we could do a whole freaking segment on that, but. Um, the light side. Or ben Solo turning to the dark side. Oh, I got you. Yeah, originally. Oh, when, okay. Yeah. When he did, um, having to do with learning that his father, um, or his grandfather, was Anakin Scott, well, actually was Darth Vader. Does he know? My question is, see, this is something, I haven't even talked about this on Rebel Watch. I want to yeah. make something very, very clear right now, okay? I'm putting this down here right now because I don't think a lot of people have, have, have really thought about it. The galaxy at large does not know that Darth Vader is Luke's father, nor do they know that Darth Vader is Leia's father, nor do they know that Leia and Luke are siblings. Yeah. Now they might know more about that. They actually, there might be a connection. I'm sure there's probably a, I mean, there's honestly so much people don't know. People also don't know that Leia is actually the daughter of Queen Amidala. Right, yeah, you know, Padme. I mean, people don't know that, and that's, that's kind of a big deal. Like, uh, and that's yeah. another character that, 
like gets literally no love whatsoever in the extended universe. And I'm still so shocked by it yeah. because Padme is like a big deal. Yep, she's a big deal. Yeah, I know. That's Luke's mom. I know, I know, I know, I know. That's it's crazy. You know, and people don't get like. Yeah, let me make one correction to what I just did just say though is that people do know that Luke and Leia are siblings later on. I think if they if they've told people because obviously he goes to train with Uncle like, Luke. Yeah, like they're like they're but, close. It's like they're close friends, kind of now. Yes, but I mean, I mean yeah, you know, like I mean, like Lando Calrissian. You know, like people people know, but it's not like it's not like you could just walk into a bar and you could like say and right, everyone but knows. The connection is people believe that Anakin Skywalker is dead. People don't know that Darth Vader was Anakin Skywalker. So what I was getting to is that. Ben Solo, when he hears that his grandfather was Darth Vader, he doesn't necessarily know that his grandfather was Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, great, huge Jedi. So that's a big difference. Yep. And, and once he realizes, oh, my grandfather was a Jedi, not just a Sith, then all of a sudden I think it's going to change. And that's why and he's no tr- struggling so much with turning towards the light side. Right. And he, pro- and he probably doesn't know because I don't think anyone knows other than Luke and like Force... Yoda, Obi Wan, and Force right. Anakin. That Anakin killed Palpatine at the very end. Yeah, the only Leia does know. There is a, a little yeah. bit where she kind of she, uh, where she knows, but that's that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, oh, so much. It's it's so good. But we do want to talk more about Raylo. We want to talk more about uh, the Last Jedi as we lead into a lot it. of Star Wars. A lot of Star Wars because we actually have a couple books. Uh, we would like to do Legends uh, down the road, maybe after the Last Jedi. But we have. Um, Captain Phasma. If we read that book, I think we'll 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 do it on a Sunday. Um, we also have Leia, which I'm not so sure that I'm going to read that or not. It's a uh, um, it, it's it's getting really good reviews, but we'll see how it does. our buddy Mike is reading it. So I'm going to see how how he takes it for a while, and then we might do that as a lit review on Sunday. But this Sunday we have the Hedge Knight. So Hedge Knight Part Two. You should be able to tune in for Hedge Knight Part Two. Uh, we're gonna continue with that series for the next. Couple hey, y'all seem really Sundays. to like our first one, so yeah. So, all right, I think that's it. We're gonna wrap this up. Sorry that we went so long. We just I once I start talking Star Wars, it's just kind of hard to. It's stop. hard. Yeah, it's hard. Just like when I start talking Dragon Ball. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? So, all right, guys. Oh, sorry, Mark Hamill just texted me there. He tweeted at you. Yeah. Well, and texted me. Yes. Yeah, close. So, all right, guys. Uh, thanks so much. Um, stay tuned and stay hungry. <laughs>